Everybody is a podcast podcast. B should be in shortly. So, oh, yeah. Man, what is going on, everybody? Like I said, back again Monday night. Hope everybody had a good weekend. I was all right. I was all right. I pretty much chilled. Check out a few things on the uh, TV. The, uh, the tuck rule, the 30 for 30 tuck rule. So that was cool. And uh, a lot of napping. Went out a little bit. Was I, you know, so. Lucy, what's up? What's going on, motherfucker? <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Did you have a good weekend? It was pretty good, man. Pretty good. What about your weekend? Yeah, man. Yeah, pretty relaxing. Uh, I was telling everyone, the zero listeners out there, that uh, it was all good. It was just kicking back, not doing too much. Watch the uh, 30 for 30, the tuck rule. And, uh, you know, I wasn't going to. I was about to say, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's like to be a little bit painful for you. It was, man. It was. But it's actually kind of good, man. I mean, uh, Charles Woodson was on there with Tom Brady, and then they kind of broke it down. Of course, it was a fumble. Duh. Not just because I'm a Raiders fan. That was a fumble. That was a fumble. Yeah, I know. I don't even know why I see even any dispute. They even when they broke it down, I mean, uh, you could see it hit Tom Brady's left hand. And uh, so, yeah, man. But it is what it is. Even Tom Brady said, if not for the tuck roll, he wouldn't know. He wouldn't be sure how his career would have turned out. So, you bastard. I remember that night. That was what the 01 AFC divisional I think RFC championship divisional it was divisional I think anyway uh 
I was painful. I was on a double date. And this girl sucked. Anyway, my date sucked. My homeboy's date was ugly too, but he was into her. And uh, anyway, that whole night was a bust. My Raiders lost. This ugly bitch I was with sucked. And uh, yeah, Raiders uh, made it to the Super Bowl a year, what, year later, I guess. But, uh, of course, didn't win. And then since then, nothing. Bootiness. Uh, curses. Just nothing, man. No one. Nothing. Nothing. Ain't even been nowhere close. They draft people like Derek Carr. He's sorry as hell. Derek Carr. Man, get the fuck. I'm still pissed about that booty ass pick. Like, you really gonna pick fucking Derek Carr? Huh. I don't know, folks, but you know. And you know what else I did? What's that? Man, I ate some. I was at the store and I seen a bunch of sauces and shit, you know, like hot wings and shit. So I like to do some different sauces. And uh, I saw the old Buffalo Wild Wings uh, Asian Zing. Oh, Asian Zing, yo. That shit is pretty hot. It's not very, it's, it's, it's kind of hot to me. Yo, man, that shit is hot to me, man. I, uh, I don't think I'd had it before or something, you know. I was just like, well, let's just, you know, try it out, man. Shit. I mean, man, it was not fun this weekend. Or the next day, buddy. I'm telling you, man, it was not fun at all. Oh, oh. Yeah, God. Yo, yeah. That's, uh. That's about what it sounded like. <laughs> oh, man. You had the hot booty shits. Oh, yeah. It was uh, burning. Burning booty hole of fire, man. God. It's like I can't handle uh, really hot shit anymore. Uh, getting old, man. Fucking sucks. This shit, I would never eat Asian zing again. I'm done with that shit. That was hard. Oh, yeah, I need to address something as well. Top of the show, I totally forgot. So, the last show we did, um, the last show we did, it cut off uh, right there um, when you were doing um, the uh, VGN. It cut off. Oh, cut off? It cut me off? Yeah, it cut you off. So, only got like 58 minutes. I can't remember how long the whole thing was, but we lost some of it. So I had to go in and change some settings. So we're all good now. I'm not going to worry about that again. But to tell you guys, that's why it sounded weird at the end of that. It would just cut off and there was no outro or anything. Anything like that at all. So my bad. I know it's fucked up, but I, I tried to. There's no... It just cut off because I had the session set on one hour for some reason. But we went in and changed that. So, it's all good. We're talking about the tuck rule, yo. It was a fumble. You all know that. That was a fumble. So, hey, man, that's, that's the game, though, man. That's what happens. Can't win them all. Shit happens. It's crazy. This crazy time. So, oh man, what else is going on? I actually, actually did some internet dating this weekend as well. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Well, how did it go, man? What, uh, how did it go? It was all right, man. She's a cool girl, man. This wasn't too bad. Um, man, I've had some crazy bad ones, though, like back in the day. Well, you know... You ever take a girl out for coffee back in the day? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's kind of confusing to me. I'm not sure why people go out for coffee, man. It's like a brown liquid that makes you shit. And you want to go out and drink it with someone else. I don't know. That's kind of kind of confusing to me. I always get hot chocolate if we go to get coffee just because I don't want to be drinking on something and have to take a dump because that will happen. That has happened, actually. That's why... Switch to hot chocolate on coffee dates. Dating tip, gentlemen. Dating tip. Oh, what? That's, not, that's not what I wanted to do. Wrong. 
thing. Dating tip. We want. Bing. Dating tip, fellas. Hot chocolate if you take a girl out for coffee. So coffee dates are good, man, because it's not a lot. You don't have to put a big investment up. I remember one time I had a, a while back, I had a coffee date with this girl. I was looking at her pictures and stuff, and everything was cool. She looked all right. I couldn't, you know, sometimes she'll be, she had multiple pictures. Pictures was all right. She looked cute by her pictures. It was kind of one of those, like, well, maybe she looks better in person deals. Because, you know, you've had those where you got with a girl and she looks better in person. You know what I mean? That's a pleasant surprise. I love that. That's definitely a pleasant surprise. Especially if you get the booty that night. <laughs> for sure. For sure. But anyway, so I go to meet this girl. And, man, first of all, she shows up. She has a mask on. I can't tell what the hell her face looks like. And she's wearing big clothes because this is this is a while back, man. This is this is like a couple of years ago. And it was kind of cold at that time. So she had a lot of clothing on as well. So all right. Go to the coffee the coffee spot. Go ahead and buy, you know, hot chocolate. She gets you know, I can't remember some shit. Uh so uh, we sit down, man, and uh I get to looking at her, man. This bitch looks like a a, a young grandma. Like she's a real plain Jane, like uh, just real nothing really special, just just real plain and then kind of frumpy, you know what I mean? Frumpy, yeah, frumpy, you know, like uh, real frumpy. And uh, man, it was just she was she was like a like I said, a young grandmother type man. It was just nothing there, man. It was whack. And nothing happened, but it wasn't necessarily bad. Now, I've had bad ones <laughs> where I just straight up said, fuck it. And uh, and we, uh, you know, the date was just over prematurely. But this one wasn't bad. I mean, she was all right. She was just nothing, nothing really going on. And we never spoke again. So <laughs> shut up, bitch. <laughs> I'm married, man. So, you know, I don't date bitches. I kind of wish I did. I mean, uh, (laughs) kind of wish I uh, had some on the side, but you know, my wife don't listen to this bitch ass show anyway, so it's all good. (laughs) I hear you, man. Hey, I told you already, man. The double life. But you don't want to listen to me on that. Are you trying to get me fucked up? Well, if you get caught, you get fucked up, but you gotta be, you gotta be slick. Yeah, you gotta be slick. No, I don't. I'm not married. Oh yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, hot chocolate on coffee dates. Another tip: you could take a girl to like a museum of art if you have one out there, and they don't cost nothing really. You just have to, you know, if you want to make a donation, I think you can go up in there, hang out. If it's bad, you can dip, and you don't have to even. It's really nothing. You know what I mean? Pretty easy. It's also a good. First date, you know, locale, if you will. If you will. Uh, 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 uh. Man, what else is going on? Do we got, uh, do we got, uh, do we got, uh, oh no. <laughs> we'll just put on a different theme song for VGN.
Services like Xbox's Game Pass or Nintendo Switch Online might finally be revealed soon. For several months, there have been rumors of something called Project Spartacus that would be the code name that the company has given to their possible future service. New rumors have surfaced that indicate the price ranges and what they would offer. According to video game journalist Jeff Grubb from Venture Beat, he has claimed to have learned new information about Project Spartacus. According to him, the service will have three different price tiers that would include the following. $10 a month for the essential tier, $13 a month for the extra tier, and $16 a month for the premium tier. Now, the names of the tiers would only be placeholders, and they might end up being named differently if the rumors end up being true. Depending on the tier and start from the lowest one, you would get the PS Plus and the monthly games on the essential tier of PS Now downloadable games, 250 to 300 titles, on the essential tier and classic games, stream cloud game trials, and the rest of the benefits from the lower tiers on the premium tier. As with all of the rumors, this information has not been confirmed by Sony, and we should take it with a grain of salt. So who fuck knows? Now, there are other rumors that indicate that a state of play stream would be announced in March and they could reveal the service and even shadow drop its launch pretty soon. But all the classic games would be included in the service. Nobody knows about the classic games. Nobody knows from what generation PS consoles they are referring to. Stay tuned, guys. Probably be an update on that. The director of the first Silent Hill wishes to make a similar game. I never really got into these games. You may not be familiar. You may not be familiar with the name Kichiro Toyama. Kichiro Toyama. But you definitely must have played one or more of the games he directed. He has worked on series like Gravity Rush and Siren, but most of his famous games is without the doubt the first Silent Hill. After more than 20 years since he directed the iconic psychological horror game, he would love to make one more. Toyama-san left Konami a long time ago, and since, since then he's worked on uh, other companies, and he is now is a Pukakabudi book. I cannot read tonight. Yeah, you're sucking right now. Get it together, bitch. Uh, uh, uh. <sighs> Alright, uh, so he left Konami a long time ago. He's got his own studio called Bill Kill Game Studio. Their first game was announced last year and it's called Slitherhead. 
which reminds us, uh, reminds us of the aesthetic of Silent Hill, the Silent Hill franchise, but in fact is going to be an OIA, a more action-oriented game. In a Q&A session posted on their YouTube channel, he mentioned that uh, he would like to make something similar to Silent Hill, but he would only do it if he had limited resources, such as budget or staff. And right now, he believes that his studio has enough resources for an action game. You can watch the whole session on YouTube if you are a fatty nerd. Silent Hill is a much beloved series that has bad luck. Has had bad luck over the years, actually. It started as one of Konami's most popular 3D franchises, but uh, since then it's gone downhill pretty bad to where nobody knows if we will ever see another game or reboot of the series. Personally, I don't give a shit about Silent Hill. I don't care. What ifs? Uh, see what else? What else we got? Ooh, we got some twisted metal news. 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 Oh god. Anthony Mackie will star in the Twisted Metal Live Action Series. When Sony announced their entertainment division called PlayStation Productions a couple of years ago. One of the first projects announced was a live-action adaptation of the Twisted Metal games. But as time passed, no news about the project was given until now. It has been confirmed that Peacock has ordered the series and will have as its main star the actor Anthony Mackie. Mackie will not only star... In the show, he will also produce it. It's described as a comedic half-hour action uh, adaptation. The showrunner and writer will be Michael Jonathan Smith, who has also worked on Cobra Kai. The first Twisted Metal game made its debut on the first PlayStation console, and it was an instant hit among players. It was a game that combined driving with combat in modified vehicles. It was actually created, co-created, by David Jaffe, who later did the same thing with God of War. There were more games on the series, but the last one of them came out in 2015 for the PlayStation 3. The live-action series will take place in a world similar to the games we've played from the series. Anthony Mackie will be a John Doe with no memory of his past, so he will take upon the challenge to win at the vehicle combat competition to find more information about his past. We can expect that the shooting of the series will take place during the following months, so there's no release window for when it will finally air. With a recent adaptation hit like the Uncharted movie and next year's The Last of Us from HBO, this looks like a good start for other PlayStation characters to start thinking about making their way to movies or television. So maybe we'll see a God of War movie, huh? I also don't care about that. But I know some of y'all nerds might love that shit, so... Nice. Oh man, that's terrible. Thank you, Father News. Thank you, Father News. Thank you, Father News, my man. Thank you for the. Um, so what else was going on? Well, you know, I was thinking the other day, thinking to myself, thinking to myself about some shit. Now, what was I thinking about? Well, I was watching TV and I seen that goddamn teen mom come on. That's a fucked up show. I know, man. And they, it's still on. And I was like, I was like, man, who the fuck created this old bullshit? What the fuck ass producer created this shit ass show, man? So I looked it up. The guy's name is uh, Morgan Morgan Freeman. He's an MTV executive. Morgan Freeman, damn. Now, you know it's not the black Morgan Freeman who we all love. Okay, this is not 
that's not him. This is a white Morgan Freeman who's an MTV executive who created this teen mom bullshit. Yo, fuck you, man. Fuck you, Morgan Freeman, MTV executive. You're a fuckhead. Creating this bitch-ass show, Teen Mom, is some total fucking bullshit. And uh, really, you have fucking kids watching this shit, man. You're a fuckboy. Fuck you. You fucking idiot. That bullshit. Teen Mom. What kind of fuck-ass shit is that? It's not even a show, man. It's fucking bullshit is what it is. You got fucking kids watching this shit thinking that shit's fucking cool. You're a bitch. You're making money off that shit. Fuck you, fucking bitch, fucking fuck boy. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on, man. I just wanted to say that, man. That dude's a fuck boy. Fuck you. Oh shit. <sighs> what else is going on now? Do we? I don't. Shit, man. I don't even. I don't even think we really. Uh, really hadn't had a review lately. Uh, I'm trying to think and see. Did did. Uh, the Mystic Quest. Now, I know I reviewed that and I gave that like a 3.5 out of 5 because I think I forgot to give y'all that on the one before last, but I might have updated it on the last one unless it was unless it was after the cutoff point. Um, it was just 58 minutes on that. So, that I am not sure. It could have been. That could have been. What we need to do is do an actual... Actual review at some. We actually do have a vintage game review, and we'll do. We'll get to that momentarily. So, what else is going on? Well, I know we uh, talked about the USFL a little bit, so that's coming back. We actually kind of broke that down pretty good. Look, let's go ahead and get back into dating on the internet. We kind of we kind of touched on it a little bit, right? I kind of gave y'all. Well, that wasn't really dating on the internet. That was just, you know, hot chocolate on coffee date. But hey, it's still good tips. Yo, let's go ahead and get back into it. Dating on the internet, right? Well, this this isn't really dating on the internet. Um, hmm. You know what? Let's take a short break. This is what we're going to do, folks. going to take a short break right now, and we will be right back.
Hey, hey, hey. All right, all right. We're back. So what we're going to do is a uh, vintage game review. This is an arcade game. So um, this one's going to be Marble. Marvel. Marble. Marvel versus Capcom 2. New Age of Heroes. So Marvel versus Capcom 2. New Age of Heroes is a crossover fighting game developed and published by Capcom. It is the fourth installment in the Marvel vs. Capcom series, which features characters from both Capcom's video game franchises and comic book series, published by Marvel Comics. Originally released in Japan in 2000, the game received ports to the Dreamcast, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, Xbox, Xbox 360, and iOS devices over the span of 12 years. In Marvel vs. Capcom, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, players select a team of characters from the Marvel and Capcom universes to engage in combat and attempt to knock out their opponents. While the game uses similar tag team-based mechanics to the series' previous iteration, Marvel vs. Capcom Clash of Superheroes. It features several significant changes, such as 3-on-3 gameplay, a new character assist system, a more simplified control scheme as well. The character artwork uses uh, traditional 2D animated sprites, while the backgrounds and visual effects are rendered in 3D. This makes Marvel vs. Capcom 2 the first game in the franchise to feature 2.5D graphics. Interesting. The game received positive reviews from critics who praises gameplay, visuals, and character roster, while criticizing the soundtrack and initial lack of online multiplayer support outside of Japan. It is considered one of the best fighting games of all time. Following its release, Capcom lost the use of Marvel, Com Marvel Comics license, putting the series on a decade-long hiatus. In April 2010, Capcom announced the development of a sequel, Marvel, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Fate of Two Worlds, which was later released in February 2011. Let's get into the gameplay of this. Marvel vs. Capcom 2. New Age of Heroes. Fourth is the fourth installment in the Marvel vs. Capcom series of tag team based fighting games. Players select a team of three characters to compete in a one on one battle, as opposed to teams of two characters in the series' previous entry, Marvel vs. Capcom Clash of Superheroes. The game introduces a more refined version of the variable system using pass. Marvel vs. Capcom games, which allows players to tag in other team members at any point during the match. Unlike Clash of Superheroes, which features an unplayable partner, or features unplayable partner characters that the player can summon at will, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 re-implements the variable assist gameplay mechanic introduced in Marvel Superheroes vs. Street Fighter, allowing players to call upon one of their off-screen team members to perform a single special move to aid them. Each, play each playable character possesses three different types of assists, denoted by the Greek letters. Well, shit, I don't even know what that is, but uh, it looks like an A, B, and Y, but they're Greek letters, which can range from projectile attacks to healing moves. Assist characters receive extra damage if struck by the opponent. As characters fight, team members not in play will slowly regenerate their life gouges. Gauges. A match lasts until one team completely runs out of vitality for all three fighters. If the match timer reaches zero before either team is knocked out, the player with the most remaining health is declared the winner. Similar to prior installments, as characters deal and receive damage, a colored meter at the bottom of the screen, known as the Hyper Combo Gal Gauge, will gradually fill. When the meter is full, the player can use it to perform several special techniques, such as hyper combos. Hyper combos! Powerful attacks that deal heavy damage. Delayed hyper combos, which allow the player to execute multiple hyper combos consecutively, and variable combinations, which summon the player's entire team to use their hyper combos simultaneously. The game also introduces a new gameplay mechanic called the snapback, which forces the opponent to switch characters. Marvel vs. Capcom 2 features a modified version of the six-button control scheme from Clash of Superheroes. 
Instead of six attack buttons separated as three pairs of low, medium, and high strength punches and kicks, the game utilizes a setup of four attack buttons and two assist buttons. Marvel vs. Capcom 2, New Age of Heroes. Features both single-player and multiplayer game modes. The game has an actual arcade mode where the player must defeat seven AI-controlled teams to reach the final boss character, Abyss, who sports three different forms. Unlike previous games in the series, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 does not have character-specific endings as the player will earn the same ending regardless of the characters they use to complete arcade mode. Versus mode allows two players to compete against one another. Players can practice moves and combos in training mode, where they can also adjust certain settings, such as the number of bars available in the hyper combo gauge, score tech, similar to arcade mode, pits the player against waves of AI control characters. However, the main objective is to accumulate the highest score possible without the use of continues. The arcade version of Marvel vs. Capcom 2 includes an experience system which unlocks hidden characters after a certain number of experience points are earned. This system was removed in the console versions in favor of the secret factor menu where the player can buy hidden characters, stage backgrounds, and color schemes using points earned through normal play. The Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 versions both featured online multiplayer which includes seven I'm sorry. Let me redo that sentence. The Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 versions player matches, ranked matches, and lobbies. The Japanese release of Marvel vs. Capcom 2 for the Dreamcast also featured online play through Capcom's match service network. However, it was limited to between two different Dreamcast systems. Well, that's janky. Let's see, man. We can go ahead and uh, break down the character. Turn that bitch. Magneto. Marrow. Omega Red. Psylocke, Rogue, Sabretooth, Sentinel, Shumagorath, Silver Samurai, Spider-Man, Spiral, Storm, Thanos, Venom, War Machine, Wolverine, and Wolverine with Bone Claws. <laughs> now let's run the Capcom characters. Akuma, Amingo, Anacaris. B.B. Hood, Cammy White, Captain Commando, Charlie Nash, Chun-Li, Dan Hibiki, Dalsim, Felicia, Guile, Hayato Kanzaki, Jill Valentine, Jen Sayotom, Ken Masters, M. Bison, Mega Man, Morgan Enslan, Roll, Ruby Hart, Ryu, Sakura Kasuganago, Servbot, Sun Sun, Strider Hyru, Tron Bon, and Zangief. Hmm. So there you go. There you go. It got a pretty good reception. Uh, no, I played this game a lot at Eastwood Mall, man. They had this game, I think. And I played the shit out of this game. It was cool because you jump, you know, the whole, the whole, like, use the whole stage, you know, jump. It's like you're almost flying in this damn game. It's so cool. It was a lot, a lot different. And, like, I was reading or telling you guys earlier with the special moves and special characters, all that. Very cool. I'm going to do a 4 out of 5 on this one. Yeah, so hella fun. Did a lot of playing on that. That was a very... Uh, that was a fun game. Hours of fun. Hours of fun on that. Yes, hours. Fun with the homies. 
Man, that shit. Not as much as in CAA, but uh, still. Uh, hella, hella time. Hella fun. Lots of What's wrong with you? I don't know. I think I'm tired. I'm tired. I wish there was Monday Night Football. Yeah, I think basketball's on, but eh, who the hell cares? Who the hell cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Oh, my God. Has it only been 20 minutes? Damn, this is this is creeping by. I'm hoping this thing ain't messed up. Like this seems like this is going a lot slower than uh than it should. So that's weird. But anyway, because we already did a review and uh and all the other stuff. So Yeah, we sure did. It's going by kind of fast, but like it doesn't seem like last time, man, shit, we were, went uh, way over, not way over, but we went over an hour, and I think it was because we had a call, though, in the beginning. Remember that? Yeah, I do. I do remember that. Yeah, so that, uh, that might be why. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Man, you high? I wish. You high? A little bit. Actually, you take a drink of water right now. So, excuse me. Hell, this might be a short one, and I don't know what the hell's going on. We've only been on this motherfucker almost 20 minutes. So, I don't know. I don't know, folks. I hope you guys are doing good tonight. Hit the follow button, guys. Check out the old catalog of episodes. They're a lot better than this one tonight. Because <laughs> uh, it's definitely... Um, I don't know what happened. My apologies, folks. You know, I'm still going to post it up, though. But this one, man, we kind of mailed it in tonight. But today was kind of a long day. Was out doing shit in the field, man. You know? Oh, yeah. You know? <sighs> Had to get out there and make that money, honey. And be living on the street. You don't need to be singing either, motherfucker. I've had about enough of uh, your shit talking. What you gonna do, bitch? I might come over there and fuck you up, fool. You ain't gonna fuck me up, you little Asian bastard. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, you fat bitch. I might be fat, but I'll fucking fuck you up, boy. I'll fucking fuck you up with this flamethrower, boy. Fuck you with this flamethrower, boy. Oh, boy, you're real funny. You're real funny. Hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> you ain't gonna do shit. You ain't gonna do shit. Man, what's going on in the NFL, man? Uh, sad story. Former NFL defensive end Glenn Foster Jr., Died in police custody. Oh, gosh. I hate to hear anything like that. Hmm. Let's move on. The Giants consider trading Saquon. Ever since he got hurt, I'm really not sure what's going on with him. He, um... The league is, is hard on anybody, but especially running backs. So, he might be on the way out just period because he had a pretty significant injury. And it seems like he just hasn't been the same, unfortunately, uh, for him. So, um, what's going on with my Raiders? Looks like they're sorry asses. He's going to play Jacksonville in the preseason Hall of Fame game. They're going to open the 2022 NFL preseason 
on August 4th in Ohio. Canton, of course. Former receiver Cliff Branch and lineman Richard Seymour will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. As well, ex-Jaguars tackle Tony Baselli. Hell yeah. There you go. He, he needs to be in. Tony B. Tony B. That's right. So that should be good. Branch. Rest in peace. A four-time Pro Bowl selection and three-time first-team All-Pro. Badass receiver of his era. Caught 501 passes. For 8,685 yards and 67 touchdowns in 14 seasons, 72 to 85. He was also a part of three Raiders Super Bowl winning teams. Seymour, a seven time Pro Bowl selection and twice first team All Pro, played his final four seasons with the Raiders after spending eight seasons with the New England Patriots. Bosselli. Is the first player drafted by the Jaguars to get into the hall, baby. He was the first draft pick in franchise history. The team selected him second overall in 95 after the Bengals drafted Kijana Carter. Boselli is a five-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro, and a member of the 1990s All-Decade team. This will be the fourth appearance by the Raiders in the game and the second for the Jaguars. Jacksonville's previous participation came in the Jaguars' first NFL exhibition game against the Carolina Panthers, their fellow expansion franchise in 1995. So also going in, Leroy Butler, Sam Mills, Brian Young, Dick Vermeil, Art McNally. So I like Dick Vermeil. The game will mark the debut for the Raiders head coach, Joshua McDaniels. Joshy. Yeah, you know, we didn't really address that. Joshy McD. I hope to God he can do something over there, man. Because, like I said, the Raiders are cursed. You got to get rid of Derek Carr, man. See if you can get <laughs> see if you can get Mac Jones. Hell, even A. Aaron, I'd take his ass. I don't know if he's going to even, he might retire. But I'd take A. Aaron. I'd take anybody but Derek fucking Carr. Come on, man. That's bogus as fuck. Uh, Tampa Bay playing their first game, regular season game in Germany. That's interesting. Huh. So it looks like doing more international shit. That's pretty cool. I'd like to go to an NFL game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You ever been to an NFL game? Yeah, I went to a Pittsburgh Steelers game one time. That shit was fucking fun as hell. I had my terrible towel out. Yeah, it was cold though. It was cold, but it was damn good. Damn fun. You know? It's an experience, man. You got to check that out, man. Pro ball. It's different. It's fun. You know? Oh, yeah. I'd love to check out a Raiders game or something like that, but we'll see, man. Maybe we'll go one time, man. We'll see what the, we'll see, man. Maybe we will. Maybe we will, baby. Well, this has been Everybody Has a Podcast podcast. And I remember thinking, damn, this is a short show tonight. And yes, it was, folks. Because usually they're not this short. But I thought I had more shit, to be honest with you. And I just didn't. But fuck it, man. We still talk shit. We still did a review. And Lucy B., of WizDG. Good up back at You sound so stupid. Uh, uh, I don't know. I know. Peace. See ya, bitch. So, uh, hope everybody has a good weekend. You know, since this one was short tonight, I'm, I'm coming back probably on Thursday, y'all. Uh, I'll probably come back on Thursday. It's unofficial. But the official day is Monday. 30 and 30, but I'm, I'm, we're gonna, we're gonna do another 
show this week because I need to get on my shit. I need to get on my shit because this one was kind of short. But sorry about that, guys. Love, peace. Shrunk up.